0: She used to sing Thunder Road to me when I was going to sleep. And I'm not a singer or dancer or, you know, anything. My daughter's a creative one. But people said it'd be a good idea
1: if I brought it in. So um, so I brought it in. And,
0: uh, yeah, so I'm going to sing it. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.
1: From the man with the girly drink.
0: Well, our kids are betrothed to each other, so it's called catharsis. Yeah.
2: If I would have recorded this episode right after watching it, I'd probably give this movie a 3. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. What you don't see me doing is dancing to that.
1: <laughs>
3: so I just, I, I made up a dance to the greater good as, as we were saying it.
2: That's nice. So. That's lovely.
3: I just honestly, you
0: know.
2: I thought you were just going to cry through the, the whole time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in my that... head and it was beautiful, Sam.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully it
3: was inspiring to to people. You got to get but, that uh, camera,
1: man. got to get that camera. You're <laughs> hiding your gift. You're hiding your gift.
3: Oh, so yeah, I wanted I, I thought that was my first choice, was just to, to sob through, uh, through the greater good, but I, I figured I'd have just that ray of hope that, uh, that lingers just ever so much. Yeah.
2: No, that's, that's lovely. I, I appreciate it. It's, it's, yeah. It is a must nice, much nicer way to, uh, to offer up the greater good to those who listen. This is episode. And who watched this movie? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, this is episode <laughs> three hundred and forty-nine, and tonight we're talking about Thunder Road. This is not a movie about the roller coaster from Carowinds uh, for all
3: those no. years. Uh, I yes. initially thought this was a NASCAR movie. This is. I yeah. went into this thinking it was a NASCAR movie. That's and
1: Days of Thunder with Tom Cruise. Days Cruz. of Thunder.
3: I know, I know, but I, I like. Wait a second, because it starts with that long shot at the funeral, right? And I'm like. Did somebody crash? What's going on? <laughs> no way! This is not NASCAR. What's going on? Not even close. Well,
2: they no, they they are in Texas. I guess that kind of no, yeah. no, doesn't count. Uh, this is episode three forty nine, Thunder Road. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. I'm sorry. I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jimison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi everyone. Hey Bud. Hey
3: Andrew. Nice to have you. <laughs> nice to see you. Thanks.
2: Uh, how? Uh, hey, are you doing okay? This this is a this is a rough movie. I didn't know if how how many uh, how many uh, beverages have you had to uh, to to help you through this one?
0: Well, uh, this is this is just number one. All embarrassing. Right.
2: <laughs> All right. What is that? It looks lovely.
0: Uh, honestly, I'm not sure, but it has a little bit of uh, cranberry, a little bit of orange juice, a little bit of. Uh, Ooh, nice. Some other stuff.
1: Cool. It's like I picked the wrong day to stop drinking girly drinks. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, that's okay. I'm just sitting here drinking my Cherry
2: Coke Zero Sugar. So.
0: Oh, nice. There, there it is.
2: is. Yeah. Got to do that. Sam. Yes. <laughs> for Again, for those of you who are listening uh, for the first time, which I doubt is anyone, but if you are. We don't coordinate anything ahead of time. Literally, the only thing we talk ahead of time is what movie we're doing next week and what our top three is. So, with that being said, Sam often dances to express sadness vector. (laughs) I do.
3: How did you know that? I thought it was in the privacy of my own home. Thank you, Sean. And, you know, this movie is already dark enough. I don't know if I'm going to kill you on this one. I'm just gonna make you watch this over and over, and uh, <laughs> and just enjoy the the tasty tears that come from from your your face. So, just so you know,
2: I think uh, I think you're getting softer in your old age because that's maybe the... I don't know. I haven't yeah. killed you in a few weeks.
1: This well, is that scary.
0: happens though, but there is pills for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zing. Yes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> From the man into the, with uh, the
1: girly drink.
2: <laughs> yeah, six, six minutes into the show, and we already got the dick jokes. This is yeah. fantastic. <laughs> this is um, awesome. Yep. <laughs> We're off to a good start. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, and last but certainly not least is making his, I don't know, fifth or so ep- uh, return to the podcast. Is Steven also wears torn underwear, honeycut. <laughs>
1: What's up, you slickers? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a bunch of slickers, aren't you? Yeah, we, we are a bunch of slickers. slickers. Mm. Yeah. That's why I keep coming back. Back in the day, yeah.
2: <laughs> man, it's good to have you back. We appreciate you coming back on. Uh, Absolutely, you are happy to be here. You are our uh, uh, our other uh, recurring recurring yeah, that's the right word Re- uh, recurring
3: character. yeah, that we bring. yeah you're
2: like our Justin Timberlake to our Saturday Night Live.
1: Oh, if only I yeah. had that much money and fame. But uh, someday, someday, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. I get, I understand. Someday,
2: yeah, sure. Someday. So, yeah. So before we get too much farther into this movie, uh, Stephen, you told me uh, right before we started that you're working on a new new show, and you even sent me a clip for me to play. So why don't you tell the fine folks what it is I'm about to play?
1: All right, this is uh, Obscurity. Now it is a hybrid. Uh, podcast youtube streaming show i decided to just hit like all three um possible venues in one (laughs) fail swoop uh i mean basically my co-host and i we talk about stuff that is uh on the cusp of being forgotten about like um the most recent episode was about the um shoot what was it about um well we did uh what's funny, this is the Thunder Road. We actually did uh Thunder in Paradise. Does anyone remember that Hulk Hogan show slash movie that came on in the nineties? Anyone? I, so. <laughs> I, I remember something along that list or that he that like slide, drove so. around in some boat and fought crime or something. I mean it was <laughs> it was terrible. Um and uh Prior to that, we sort of examined some of the lesser known um, like aspects of Mortal Kombat. But really, it was just an excuse to rag on the new Mortal Kombat remake. Um, and oh, yeah. And the most recent episode is about the original Care Bears movie, because when was the last time you heard anyone talk about that? And oh, uh, Care Bears yeah. or the movie itself? Uh, just the movie itself. I mean, we, we touched on the franchise, but I mean, I didn't have time to watch any of the newer stuff. (laughs) Honestly, I didn't even know it existed, but, but yeah, like the original movie, the one that, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but we had it on VHS and like wore that (laughs) tape out and, but you know, it's been like 20 years since I watched it. So I thought (laughs) I'd give another watch and uh, talk about it for all to hear, but uh, that's basically it. All right. Cool. Well, here is that
2: clip uh, of the thing that you made.
1: Media. As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mates Steve and Yahel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, 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 now. Woo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, where we take a look at forgotten or near-forgotten pieces of media. I'm one of the hosts, Steve, and with me is my co-host... Yahel. And we are... <laughs> Why
0: did I say that like a question? <laughs> it was a question. I, my name is <laughs> Yahel. I've confirmed.
1: We are going to be taking a look at the original Care Bears movie from uh, 1985. We are going to take a look at uh, 90 superhero team cartoon shows. It's X-Men yes. versus Wildcats versus Ultra Force. What were your thoughts yeah. on the Eternals trailer you held? I,
0: man, underwhelming. Uh, I think even if you're a fan of the Eternals, I don't know how this would get you excited uh, for it. Let me uh, jump in there quick. <laughs> Do you know any
1: fans of the Eternals? That's right, Thunder and Paradise, the uh, <laughs> the Hulk Hogan syndicated TV show. But this is actually the uh, I guess it's the direct-to-video um, movie. Obscurity. Well, that sounds right. fun. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, we're only on our like fifth episode and. You know the—I <laughs> forgot how soul-sucking it was to start a new podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know the subs and the views are trickling in, so uh, it's a good time. It's a good way to to kill a Sunday. If you ever want to drop by and get in our chat and uh, rag on whatever it is that we're talking about, sweet, absolutely, I'll check it out. Thanks.
2: Yeah. So yeah, follow him on Twitter at obscurity now one. It's his Twitter handle, so do that. All right, so time for this. Uh, Andrew, let's let's go ahead and do the read and tell people, the fine folks, what is Thunder Road? Because it's obviously not a racing movie.
0: Sure thing. A police officer faces a personal meltdown following a divorce and the death of his mother. And that's about it. Oh, okay. I was tucked in for some more uh, for more information. That's it. <laughs> there is more, well, but that's all that IMDb if, tells us. If you
3: us. think about it, that's pretty much. I mean, that's that's it, right? I mean, that's all you need uh, to know. That's it's, the skeleton this, this, of the
0: story. It, yeah.
3: This guy is having the worst month of his life, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, we go through it with him very,
1: very closely. Yeah, it's a character study, I'd say, which um, you don't really see a whole lot of those coming out of Hollywood these days, um, which is, I think, one of the things that I enjoy about about the movie.
3: Yeah, and, you know, it, well, yeah, we'll get into to more about what it is, but, uh, uh, yeah, um, having to go through a bad time with anybody, even a loved one, is hard enough. Mm-hmm. Um, going through it with a... Complete Stranger is, is, is interesting, for sure.
2: Yeah, so Sam, why don't you go ahead and, uh, since we're here, go ahead and hit us with your five-word review. Yeah.
3: Um, I've got two. Um, and my first one is uh, Always Darkest Before the Dawn. All right? All right. And then my second one is kind of a little bit more of a, uh, of a review, and it's Manic Dark Story Keeps Diving. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and um, this, whoo we, um, this story. It wasn't NASCAR, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, you go into it, and and it's kind of, it's kind of really weird that it starts off. And I know there was a a short film, right, um, that was based around the funeral and him dancing at the funeral. But when you see that first few clips, you think it's going to be some weird dark dark comedy right but it never gets really funny it never gets funny at all it just keeps getting harder and harder and and this guy just keeps getting uh, just pooped on all you know throughout the entire movie and some of it's his fault some of it's not but you know it's hard to blame a guy who's going through you know the death of his mother and a divorce and, and his child doesn't really like him and it's just it's like, holy crap! This is this is depressing. <laughs> this whole movie was depressing, and it's not until you see, spoiler, the smile on his face at the at the dance, that that's the only light in this entire movie, and it's only when you know he sees his daughter enjoying it, the the, the ballet as much as you know as he hoped, I guess, but it, it, there is barely any light in this thing. And it's, it's a hard movie to go through. But, big caveat, but sometimes we need something like this. Sometimes uh-huh. we, need, we need the dark movies. We need the sad movies to make the, the brighter movies better. And I think that by going, if we, if we watch Marvel movies all the time, we wouldn't appreciate them as much as we would if we peppered in things like this every now and then. Your brain would <laughs> melt. <laughs> yeah, right, you know we we need uh, we need some variety and and this is certainly a movie that that has given at least me a bit of poignancy to some of the fun stuff I'd watch um to you know I've been going through Jupiter's Legacy and and enjoying that and this this kind of made me enjoy that as well. It's just it's it is so dark and it is so deep and it is so Hard to watch. I don't want to watch it again, but I appreciate it for what it is in terms of like uh, Steve was saying, a character study. And um, man, I just you don't want to have to go through this in life like this guy has to deal with. So that's my review. It's it's I can't poo-poo the movie because it's so dark and depressing. I'm not going to give it a bad review because of that. Um, I've got to give it on its merits because this movie did not make. It wasn't made to make us laugh. It wasn't made to, um, you know, fill our hearts with joy. It, or, unless that final scene was supposed to be. I don't know. But for what it was made to do, holy cow, this thing did uh, did
2: very well.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, gosh. Um, yeah. I've basically spent the last two days trying to figure out what we're going to talk about on this movie. Uh, and, and Sam I'm kind of actually glad you put some words to it that I couldn't quite find and that was simply sometimes we need to watch these kinds of movies uh, to remind us that you know life is hard for other yeah. people you know I mean um, the four of us I well I, Steven I don't know you well enough to know <laughs> if you're in a happy marriage but you've never said anything <laughs> otherwise but <laughs> um I know that the three of us are at least and 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 we all know people that have gone through divorce and we've seen people at their low and we we know people that have made poor life choices and yep. this guy just you know happens to do it in a place where it's going to get recorded and and some of oh. his choices have pretty long-lasting consequences. Um yeah. Uh, so, okay.
0: Uh Andrew well, I have two, and I'm going to go ahead and say one of them is not a five word, it's seven. But uh, actually, no, I'm sick. It's six. I changed it to try to shorten it a little. So the first one I have is this made me feel feelings. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and like you said, Sam, it, this to me was like watching uh, a car accident. You know? Yeah. A bad one where you don't want to see it and you don't want to be a part of what's going on but you can't help but to watch and you yeah. can't help but to want to know what's happening and want to know what's going to go on and um and i've seen very few movies like this that that you know they're not the happy good feeling movies that you that grab your attention i know that i've seen a couple i can't place them right now i know that i've seen some like this Uh, but I've seen some plays, um, you know, that Mm -hmm. I remember going to one in college and I I don't remember the name of it, but, uh, I was, I think I was invited by a friend to come see it and it was very much like this. And I, at the time thought, oh my God, this is garbage. But when it was Mm -hmm. over, uh, I realized just how well done it was. And I feel the same way about this. This is, and that leads me to my next one uh and this is six words, so well made well acted goodness, yeah. uh, good last word there, yeah,
1: that feeling you're talking about
0: is called
1: catharsis,
0: yeah, yeah,, yeah, yeah. and so it just you know you felt for him as yeah. you, you couldn't help but to to pour out your heart to what was going on uh and I did find some humor. You know, I think we mentioned in the chat before this that it's it says a comedy drama, but it is not a comedy. But I did find some moments that actually did make me chuckle because there, I mean, I wasn't like belly laughing or rolling on the floor, but uh, the scene with the teacher is, uh, I really was laughing, uh, I mean, out loud because... Being a teacher and being in in situations where you have to talk with the parents, uh, I've had conversations that are very similar to this. Oh no. Uh, no! one's ever lifted a desk and threatened to throw it across the room, but uh, there were times when I felt like that might happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I've definitely talked a parent down before. Um, <laughs> so uh, I did. I did find humor in it just because I've been there in some aspects. So. Um, but, you know, the only issue that I could find, and it's not, it, it's hard to to uh, critique a, a child actor, but I didn't believe his daughter the whole time. I didn't buy her in her role the entire time. Now, majority of the time, she did just fine. Um, but there was a couple of scenes where I was like, mm, I don't know, you know, but overall i think it's well done i I, it kept my attention the whole time and uh it's not something i'm going to run out watch again no i agree Uh, but it's uh definitely a good one yeah
3: yep and
0: uh, well yeah yeah catharsis
3: you know catharsis goodness um Mm -hmm. there and you were talking about the child actor i thought she did really well except for some really bad moments yeah um yeah, like and and even the the main actor um the director writer guy uh, what's
1: his Incoming name it's, Jim Cummings
3: Jim Cum, yeah he was amazing except for one scene i think they should have done another take it just didn't didn't come across quite i think the way he wanted it to um but but everything else was just oh, it was just amazing and you talk about uh, an emotional reaction when he finds his wife and and slaps her uh-huh. you know i I totally felt with him for that yeah you know especially with the you know this is for me and your 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 uh, daughter's future husband, you know and it it's just wow wow
2: yeah it it kind of makes you think that that director writer actor he's been through some shit. Yeah, you know, like or, or, it, yeah, it, or knows people closely that have. Yeah, like he's he's pulling from it feels like experience or or, or life or or something. Sure, that sure. that is giving him some of this emotional uh, baggage that he can pull from to 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 dig into find where he's trying to get like where he's getting these emotions from acting wise. And I agree. I thought he was. I thought he did a really good job at acting. And it's
1: not yeah, easy yeah. being an actor and director. Um, yeah. You oh, know, he he did even more. I'm like looking at the credits over here. He even did the music and yeah, this is yeah, his yeah, edited. Movie. And yeah. uh, well, I guess that's basically it. So actor, director, editor, and musician, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then look at that. He even played the little girl. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, and you start to wonder, too, how much
3: of this character is Mr. Cummings, right? How much is he like this in terms of his speech pa- uh, speech patterns? Does he talk like this? I mean, I, I I almost want to see interviews with him to see if he has this pattern of speech like he used in this movie, mm-hmm. because the way he talked in this movie was very... Uh, you know d- you could t- you know, dyslexic people talk like this dyslexic mm-hmm. people have problems putting sentences together and finishing things like that and i i thought that was just
1: very well done yeah he's uh it was a nuanced performance
0: absolutely, absolutely. yeah yeah and i uh, you know i have dyslexia myself very mildly and my son has it and my mom As well, and they say it's genetic. So a lot of what he was portraying, I've I've been there, felt it, and I've seen it. And so he definitely did that justice. You know,
3: and I I tell you that when the movie where it won me over was the when he was playing with his daughter, and he woke, you know, she wakes up the next morning, and they do the the hand slap thing, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: and he just nails it right. But then it pans over and you see on the wall where he had been practicing for probably hours mm-hmm. to get it right. And I was like, holy crap, that's, that's what a father who is desperately trying to connect with his child would do. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: But then, And then like 10 minutes of screen time later, he kind of wrecks it by being overly protective <laughs> dad when he sees a little kid you know, a little boy with his daughter, and he he, t- he turns into the less funny version of bad boys. <laughs>
1: hey, away from that guy. He's a slicker. He's a slicker.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't say that I blame him, though. If I had a daughter, I would be the same way, I'm sure. I know. I
2: mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, Sam and I are in for some interesting times <laughs> ahead, I'm sure. But mm. I, I feel like fourth grade, we're still okay. I just, well, Sam and
0: I have already... Well, our kids are betrothed to each other, so uh, arranged <laughs> marriage, up. huh? We're that's, working that's, out yeah. the, the dowries and yeah. things. So, wow, yeah.
1: who pays cool. who in this scenario? I don't know. <laughs> How many uh, donkeys uh, does one yeah, get? I
3: think I think the the doesn't the wife's the 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 father
2: get the money? The
1: father of the pay?
2: of the daughter, isn't it?
1: Like Hold Andrew's supposed to
2: pay you. Who you gets, just bought a camper, so I think uh, I think a uh, Andrews Tacoma probably would be a good uh good dowering. I don't know if it should pull that. Oh, <laughs> uh, in other uh, where groom offers a gift to the bride or her family.
3: Yeah,
0: yes,
2: yeah. I think uh, I think a so, nice F one fifty for your uh, new camper Sam would be in order.
3: I'll take a Ram. I think I'm I'm leaning towards a Ram.
2: That's cool. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, Uh, Stephen, what was your uh, (laughs) five-word review? Did you have one?
1: Uh, For sure. Uh, Yeah, this movie is bittersweet. Um, If bittersweet is two words, you could say this movie is super bittersweet. Uh, Now, just so you guys uh, know, this is a little behind uh, or inside baseball. Like I gave Sean (laughs) two options here of Jim Cummings' outings. And it was Thunder Road or The Wolf of Snow Hollow, which is the movie that I saw first with Jim Cummings in it. And it was so good. It made me want to check out the other one. And I understand, probably didn't want to pay a little extra on the Amazon Prime to watch uh, <laughs> The Wolf of Snow Hollow. That's pretty cool. But <laughs> that movie is a lot less, eh, I mean, depressing. I don't know. It's <laughs> so, like, I don't really, it was weird when... Know.
3: I don't know many other movies that are a lot less depressing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, when Sean was like, oh, this... uh, Because he texted me, and it was like, wow, this movie was, like, super sad. I was like, no, it isn't. (laughs) But then when I, like, watched it a second time, I was like, "Eh, yeah, maybe it is. But, I mean, unlike... I did laugh. I belly laughed at Jim Cummings' performance. Like, he's just (laughs) so subtle. Like, I Mm. could almost see, like you know, not uh, like post like Ace Ventura, like Jim Carrey trying something like this, but it would have been way more like over the top and just not as, not as subtle. And it's weird because he's like two personalities in one. He's like this raging asshole who's also trying to be like a good dad at the same time. (laughs) And just watching those two personalities, like, fight each other and like sort of you know, slowly like leak out into uh, situations and stuff It's just like i could watch that for hours like i know you guys said you never wanted to watch this again i enjoyed this uh second viewing um and i'll probably i mean i mean i don't really watch movies more than once unless it's for a an illustrious podcast like this one um <laughs> But uh, I hope to. I mean, I just wanted to hear what other people thought about this because I don't know anybody else who's even seen it. So, <laughs> you guys were the guinea pigs. Yeah. Um. You don't have but to no, no, butter I, us up to get you to come back on. We already know that. So. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But um, but yeah, I, I I love this movie. Like I I like character studies. I don't know. I was trying to think of like famous ones, and the only one that even comes close is like. Joker is a superhero movie um, that is actually yeah. a character study. Um, yeah, and it,
3: it is not, it's not happy. That's for sure. It's, yeah. it's, but I just, maybe
1: it's because it's... I
0: think Samus batteries has just died. Uh-oh. Yeah. Can
1: you uh, finish that sentence for him, uh, Andrew?
0: Well, I was just going <laughs> to kind of tag on to that, that mm-hmm. I felt much the same way about Joker as I did about this one. That they were you both know, just real dark tales. Yeah, well, I mean that I enjoyed both of them mm-hmm. uh, very much, but they're very dark, and, yeah. and hard to, to watch a second time. Right. I mean, I feel
1: that this one, it has a, I think it does have an happy ending because like the whole yeah. movie, he yeah. wanted he wanted to get possession of his daughter, like in the divorce. And then it happens in like the most horrific way possible, but it still happens. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, you know, life, it always uh, seems to throw uh, curveballs um, here and there. And um, I don't know, I like movies that, uh, that do that, where you just, you know, you didn't see an ending like that coming, like the Hollywood version of this movie, like. Who knows? They he the the wife and the dad probably get back together at the end, and then they're a happy family or whatever. And they drive off in the sunset. Um, I mean, you still get, I guess, the drive off in the sunset moment. But unfortunately, uh, mom is dead, uh, and they just they go to the dance, and uh, and then that is that. But um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys like this one, you should check out the Wolf of Snow Hollow. It's like. It's basically a werewolf movie that feels like it was directed by the Coen Brothers, and Jim <laughs> Cummings again plays a cop who has uh, uh, anger management problems. But uh, man, it's it's just as entertaining as this one, though not as uh, <laughs> doesn't really hit you in the in the gut with the harsh <laughs> truths like this one does. Interesting,
2: I think uh, specifically when I sent you the message, I don't know if I said sad, but I do think I said, this is probably the most depressing film we've seen for the show.
1: Right. It was Um, yeah, one of those. I mean, either way I was like, no, no, it's
2: not. But I mean, in fairness, but, but for the show, I think that's a pretty fair statement because it might not be
1: the most depressing thing I've ever seen ever myself. (laughs) Uh, Right. Right. All right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I was just thinking about it in terms of my, I guess my own opinion. I was like, I was like, no, no, I wasn't depressed watching this. I had a great time. <laughs>
2: no,
3: yeah, no, we
2: did watch The Road.
3: We Ooh, did. The Road yeah, is pretty
1: tough. rough.
2: The Road is, mm-hmm. is, the road pretty, is and, pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not wrong. Um, and I'm just kind of scrolling back through some of the other ones. And I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head is that is as sad as The Road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When Trumpets Fade was also kind of depressing in a way, too. I was depressed at atonement. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I kind of get it. But like... I'm just... Yeah. Just, but the movie does a fake out because like for a little bit there, you, you're kind of happy and then it's like, pull the rug out from underneath you and then stab you in the face <laughs> while you're on the it's that's even kinda worse. It's even worse. It's kind of like...
1: Yeah. Uh, man, what was that? Uh, it was like a monster movie. I want to say it's like The Fog or something. It's made by Frank Darabont. Uh, and it's got a lot of the Walking Dead people in it. Wait, no, I think I'm confusing movies. Ah, never mind. Sorry. At the end, everyone dies, and then they actually they kill themselves. That's what they do. Oh, good lord!
2: <laughs> no, yeah. right? lovely. That sounds yeah, that sounds lovely. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, so my five word review um, was lots of zoom in on monologue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this movie felt like to me, it felt like it was originally written as a stage play. Yeah,
3: it reminded sure, me a little
2: bit of when we did Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which is based is a, is a play, mm-hmm. and that there's just a lot of times where it's just him talking, and I always really found it interesting the the character the character is constantly looking for validation yeah and and he doesn't like to be alone, and you know like when his mom in the opening scene at the funeral you know he's constantly he'll he'll say things you know uh, that you remember the you know mama's you know studio shut down you guys remember where it was like he's looking for someone to acknowledge him right and right. he's yep. constantly looking for that um, but there's probably three or four times in the movie where it's just him talking and Apparently if we're someone's
3: getting, getting in a getaway car.
2: Apparently we're we're live on the streets with traffic uh, on the five. I'm sorry, that's uh,
1: Hollywood living for you. <laughs> that's amazing.
2: Uh, hey, you know what? Years ago, when we first started doing this, uh, Cornelius that was with us, he lived right next to a train. So oh, every wow. night we recorded at yeah. nine o'clock or ten nine thirty, we would hear a train every night or every recording. It's great. <laughs> Um, but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of that kind of stuff uh a lot of the zoom in or zoom's the wrong word uh push in it's a camera right. move it's not a zoom but it's harder to describe that in a five word review but um yeah this did is, you
1: not like that or no 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 i, I you thought it noticed was, it
2: i noticed it because it happened more than once Be, right in yeah, the yeah. in the first scene i i took it as we're doing this because we're He's he's kind of collapsing in on himself, exactly. And, yeah, that's right. And the, I, the rest I, of the world is going away, and then he has to pull the world back in on himself when he gets his daughter involved, and and then he does the dance and all that stuff, and it it kind of he kind of breaks his shell, so to speak. But there's a couple other times where it was I'm trying I can't think of off the top of my head where there was that. When he but
1: freaked out at the police. Uh, out yeah, in the the, parking the, lot. the police yeah. one oh, was
2: yeah. th- that one was. There was a couple of moments where I did kind of chuckle, and also was just kind of wrecked by what was happening, and then also sure. annoyed. I'm gonna lie; I'm not gonna lie. My least favorite parts of the movie were the police stuff. I'm just just gonna be honest the the police stuff annoyed me because, and again, this is truly guess it's only because of the product that I used to work with a cop, and so I mm. know terms and things, and 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 that's just that's just a me thing, but. Uh, You know, you can't just get fired for having an argument in the parking lot with your buddy. Even if you draw your weapon, you know, you can't get fired like that. There's there's even in Texas, they have unions and stuff. But I get we need to dump on him. And so I I just moved past. Well, he
3: also had several, several instances
2: that were probably you know how it is when you fire a state worker.
3: It's hard to do so. But you must have a a paper trail. And he had a bunch of. uh, Well, well, there.
2: No, according to from the, everything from that I got from the movie, he, was, he, had a, he had a perfect record, right? The only awkwardness is when his, when his mom dies and his chief comes in he says, we talked about you taking a week off. Don't you remember that? And he says, well, no, I don't remember it. So that's, that's like strike one is that he came to work too early. And then the next time we see the, the police chief, he's being fired. I mean, even when he's yeah. in front of the judge, the judge said, you have a spotless record with nothing but commendations like he's yeah. he he is uh the hot fuzz cop only he takes everything really well and yeah. jim cummings taking you know doesn't you know what i'm saying like he's so that i was that's why it kind of again i know he needs to get fired and maybe maybe he should have done something more dramatic to get fired maybe he actually hurts a cop or something i don't know um but uh, it's I, just those it's those dumb things again. That's just my brain. I, I didn't. It didn't. Honestly, it didn't take away from the overall performance or or what I was kind of taken from the movie. It was just these little. It's little nitpicky right. things. It's, yeah, it's, little nitpicks. Yeah, which is wrong with that? What I do for a podcast, so it's fine. <laughs> um, uh, Something else I noticed. Uh, this is not a nitpick. This is just interesting. So, because he was the writer, director, creator, producer, uh, mm-hmm. he probably even did craft services Janitor. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have to watch these movies with closed
0: captioning. Did you do
2: anyone else you guys watch this with closed captioning?
0: No, no. I, I did, turned, I turned it off. I, didn't. Yeah. I did, but I didn't have to. I, I just kind of left it on from a previous viewing of something.
2: There's, there's probably. 30 or 40 words that are not said in the movie that are in closed captioning.
0: Yeah. I love really? that too.
2: There's a lot of times where, cause, cause he, he does mumble a little bit, but it's a lot of those moments where he, he's talking to somebody and then he quickly says something to somebody else. Um, I, I remember specifically, it's one of my first notes. So I know it happened in the church, but like it's in the church when he's, after he's given up on the dance and he's trying to get his his daughter to there's a lot of there's words on the screen that he's not saying anything <laughs> and it was huh. i thought that was really interesting that that was that's that weird was that part of the script was the closed captioning done just taken from the script, and that's just stuff that he chose not to say in the take that they used right uh, you know i just I thought that was interesting
1: again yeah something m- I my guess is that there's probably at least on his part a lot of improv involved, like all those little mumbling things and his like quick little, Hey, what are you doing over? And uh, you remember that time, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I imagine he just like threw a lot of that in. I mean, this was a, it's all Jim
0: Cummings all the time. Right. It's not like he's married to anything since he, he's the one that is in charge. Right. Right. Right.
2: And uh, I think even to further, uh, further evidence, of that what you're saying Stephen of that those moments are improv is because the camera never cuts to the people agreeing we never see yeah, them right. saying there's a lot of movies where you have time and money where you can do reaction shots where you can spend 20 minutes just you know or an hour to set up a shot where the guy just goes yeah i remember that like the camera's on him because he probably couldn't afford the the time to turn the camera around and look any other direction. So right, and we didn't
0: need that though. No, you know? no. And I think that it says a lot when you can when you can do a simple film and do it well. The whole
1: opening monologue and probably the police one too is all one. It's a oneer. It's all yeah. one take. Yeah. Like yeah. and and I mean I think that adds so much to it. I I mean, I wouldn't want to see just some random person going, oh oh yeah, like I just want to see, I want to see Jim do his thing. And I think it it also, I
2: think it adds to the tension of the moment because we don't get a visual break. We don't get an opportunity to rest our eyes off of what we're watching. It's like you're watching the car accident, but traffic's not moving and you're stuck there. And you have nothing yeah. else to look at. Yeah. And well said. it's also really sad and, and and interesting at the same time. I mean, it's life. I mean, this movie we got I got done watching. I watched all these movies with my wife and 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 she looked at me and she said, Why did you pick this one? I said, I didn't pick this one. This one <laughs> was the our, our guest picked this one. <laughs> and she said, Is there is there a moral to this story? And I said, I don't think so. I think this is just we're watching someone go through some of the worst moments of their life and then at the end having a small moment of happiness to, to, to build upon. Because yeah. we just have to assume that he's moved into a new city, he's going to get a job as a security guard or something because mm-hmm. he probably can't ever be a cop. If you're fired from being a police from a cop because you drew your weapon at your partner in a fight... Uh, you know, he's getting angry. Get he's getting angry, ladies and gentlemen. He's getting a- yeah, he probably can't be a cop ever again. But he could be a security guard somewhere. He can make a living doing mm-hmm. that. So it that was kind of a sweet moment of the at the end there. Sure. Um but obviously <laughs> and I did kind of chuckle. It's like you could tell it's low budget, he couldn't even afford the uh the licensing for the nutcracker, which I'm pretty sure is uh,
1: public domain. Uh, public public domain, domain. But right. maybe he couldn't afford A right, A like my it. uh filmmaker well, brain was going uh like of course he couldn't get the the c d player to work at the beginning because then he would have had to pay the rights for thunder road which um, which
2: would have been the budget of the movie yes, right, exactly, exactly because I think the budget was like he did this thing for like thirty grand or something, wasn't it I, I saw yeah. that or somewhere no okay, two hundred- under two hundred grand, two hundred thousand yeah. dollars I mean. This is a good-looking movie for that. I mean, he, yes. had, to, he had to buy Absolutely. a truck window. <laughs> I mean,
1: that was a real right. stunt.
2: And that's a stunt I mean, you can afford to do once. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'd rather watch this than Army of the Dead. Like, I, mean, this, I don't know if I'd go there. <laughs> I mean, at least this doesn't, like, annoy me at times. Um, where a lot of the, you know, bigger budget stuff does. I mean, but I do like, I, but I did like Army of the Dead. That's... Maybe not the best. I mean, I'd rather watch this than a Michael Bay movie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Eh, Probably any of them.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Rock uh, is a lot of fun. You know, Bad yeah, Boys too is
3: one on a lot Netflix, of fun. The the one with the magnet was pretty they, fun.
2: Oh so, yeah, Six Underground was a good time. So
1: yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. stupid. Sorry.
3: Yes,
2: yeah. but, but that's, it's Ryan that's Reynolds. Stupid. It was a good what time.
1: going into it. Yeah. It was a good time. I like that one. <laughs> I liked it. A lot, I mean, actually. my thought was like, I was like, okay, they gave you a blank check. Let's see what you got. Yeah, <laughs> nothing but explosions and like no nope. story and plot and like. Oh, dumb there's a story. Dialogue. There's a the
2: dialogue is dumb, but there's a story. There's a there's a thing. There's a point. Like I get it. You know, it's it's fine. It doesn't have to be great. It doesn't. I mean, let's. You can dumb everything down, right? You can boil everything <laughs> down. Six Underground is about a millionaire. He wants to be Batman. He's a millionaire. He he pretends to die so that he can go on these covert missions to stop bad guys. That's the whole movie. Well, this movie is about a guy whose life sucks, who's going through a divorce and well, his daughter I mean, I'm hates not him.
1: not talking about like, like, okay, sure, you can. I mean, that's just called a pitch or a premise, like what you're doing to me right now. But there's the execution of these sure. films. <laughs> like, I mean... I think since... What is it called again? Six Underground? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, imagine that in someone else's hands. Like, I don't know, a Chris Nolan or even the M- McQuarrie guy from uh, Mission Impossible. What's at Christopher McQuarrie, I think his name is. Or anybody else except for Michael <laughs> Bay. But I mean, hey, I watched it. I watched it all the way to the end. So, you know, whatever. I mean, it was okay. I, I mean, it was just typical. I'm like, are you ever going to do anything different, Michael Bay? But hey... Whatever he's a quadrillionaire no, he's, and he's a, I'm a guy he, on a podcast.
2: He is a one note guy. You're not wrong. He is a one note, and it's a loud, flashy note that sometimes he gets wrong. Look at all of the Transformers movies, but yes, um, but sometimes he gets it pretty right. I think Thirteen Hours is a good movie um, about the Benghazi thing. It's about yeah. Benghazi. And there's no political agenda to it. It's just about the dudes on the ground, and what they went through, and and you just kind of look at it and go, "Holy shit!" Like I get it now. Now I kind of get, you know, why some so many people are kind of mad about what happened because what those guys went through was, was it was hard. Um, it's a pretty. I think it's a good movie. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm not here to. I'm not Michael Bay's agent or anything like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're not? No. Because
1: I, I need some work, buddy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why am I here then? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, sorry. Uh let's see. I did say he does swear a lot in front of his kid. That that's that's just one of the things I noticed. Um I did write down that when he's he says goodnight to his daughter, he says goodnight, I love you, and he doesn't hear it back.
0: That mm. is
2: just oh, yeah. the worst. Oh, thing. oh yeah. It's, it is soul crushing.
0: It's I don't worse know. than I know.
2: Oh, it's significantly yeah. worse I... than I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one step above thank you. Yeah.
1: Well,
3: especially when he's going through what, what he's going through and he's looking for that validation. He's looking for something in his life to want him around uh-huh. and even his own daughter doesn't do it. Cause even his partner, even though they're friends, even though it seems like they get along, he still feels like he doesn't quite fit with even, even the guy he's been working with. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it just breaks your heart that, that he's just, he's so alone in this world that is crumbling around him.
1: I love at the, uh, the dinner scene when um he's like, uh, they mentioned something about, I think it's like a food or something. And he's like, I would trade uh, my recipe for potato salad if anyone wants it. And then there's just like a quiet, you know, awkwardness. <laughs> nobody, nobody wanted his recipe.
2: I think one of the kids kind of yeah. gave a little chuckle. And I, yeah. because I took it in the moment as, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm misreading it. But in the moment I read it as, I'm willing to trade you my potato salad recipe because this potato salad is not good. <laughs> that's how I read
1: it. because. Oh, I thought he brought it. Um, yeah, I
2: think he brought it.
3: Right? Oh, okay. I missed, how I read it. Okay. Yeah. I missed but, least... I mean,
1: he does have a real subtle way of, like, insulting people without even realizing that he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I enjoy most about Yeah,
0: I, we know people like this, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what makes this character so... It draws us to it because mm-hmm. we I think we all know someone who maybe not gone through all this at once, but right. who's gone through a lot of this and who has some of those same uh, character Quirk. traits and quirks. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Agree. John.
2: Oh, sorry. I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he didn't catch that one. No,
2: either. No, I'm with you. I I hope um uh, <laughs> I did right. I hope the kids don't throw away the cup before they see what's inside it. So the the scene with the sister was I felt like the next level of of sad because mm-hmm. he, now in fairness, he doesn't call. She says if you would have called, then I could have been more prepared. He did just show up, but he did show up looking for a place to crash because he just doesn't want to be by himself and again, it's just it's another, yeah. not nail in the coffin, but it's just another whatever. It's an, another, right. and it just, I mean, that's got to be the worst two-hour drive back home, you know, especially <laughs> yeah. especially since he was really hoping that she would just say, oh, hey, you know, thanks for coming, just, we'd love to have you stay for dinner and whatever, and just, right, you know, so. Yep. You know. Oof. Yeah. Oof. yeah. oof, 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 oof. I don't think I've ever offered anyone a to-go cup of water as they left my house. I, think that's, <laughs> I mean, I know we needed him to have a cup so he could put the earrings that she mentioned. That she was kind of hurt that she that he got not her. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah. I wrote, "Wow, mom's ODS is rough." I don't remember. Oh, ODS, yeah, mom, the mom ODS. I, I kind of I don't know. I just. That was, again, back to the cop part. I feel like he should have noticed some signs. As a cop, don't you think he would notice? Sometimes you don't see things right
0: under your nose, though. Uh, yeah, especially if they're personally connected to you. Yeah. It's and It's easier I, to see. When you're disconnected, it's easier to see that stuff in some cases. Divorce
3: okay. rates in marriage counselors are, are higher than average. <laughs> That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah.
1: He's also very kind of self-centered. So I could, he's kind of, I would say into himself, like in his, uh, you know, super cop ways. So maybe that also added to his like blindness towards it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed weird to me that
2: uh, the super cop that he is, um, and and again, and he to a fault, he was like, "No, I want her mother to be in in our daughter's life, and she's a good mom. I don't have any." Yeah, that's
1: what he kept saying. Yeah, yeah you
2: know, he and and whether that's what he felt was true or he felt that's yeah. what the judge wanted to hear, but you know, it to me, I guess because maybe I'm cynical enough. Cynical is not the right word, but I guess I've seen enough movies where you see the guy just want to rip the wife and have you know where that's uh, how it normally is yeah where they would say something like well i think she might be doing heroin because she has lost 20 pounds in a week and a half you know and yeah so but the part of the movie that genuinely pissed me off i mean i got physically angry i had to get up and go eat ice cream was that (laughs) when he's talking to the judge and he makes the offhanded comment about when I hope you, when you're at your grave or something or when you're standing over a casket, he makes that it it's a weird comment. And then the judge looks at me. Is that a threat? No. Why would it, no. no normal sane person would think that what he said was a threat? It was just a dumb comment. But then the video comes out because he asks him, have you have you ever done anything that's violent? Or, yeah,
3: and this was that video was in no way violent.
2: There's nothing mm. inappropriate about that violence. It's just weird. But there's yeah. nothing inappropriate. No person in their right mind looks at a guy who's dancing at his mother's funeral and thinks, "Hmm, that guy shouldn't be a parent." I don't understand that. I I yeah. don't get
0: it. Yeah, unless unless it was looked at as he's clearly not all there, and there's clearly some issues. Right, he's behaving and... this way. At, but I wouldn't take it as violent, though. But right. that's what he
2: says. The judge literally yeah. says, have you ever done anything violent or inappropriate like, in public some, like public display of whatever? And he's like, no. And then the laptop comes out, and he watches the video, which sends him down the spiral of he's mad. He's mad at his partner. He's just projecting. He's just mad. And yeah, he takes right. that on his partner, which I, I, I get that part. That's a human element. We've all been mad at something that we did, but... Because someone our our life partners, our friends, our coworkers had one ounce of part of it, we project everything at them. It's a total human yeah. thing to do. I just think that judge sucks, and it was really yeah. annoying and right, uh, and maybe I don't know, I mean like Sam like it it reminded me of the judge from the trial of Chicago six it just yeah, yeah like unfair it's just totally so unfair, unfair. and the uh, other you know that judge was yeah. you know obviously super racist and whatnot and this judge i uh, think was just a bad judge so right um yeah. my last note was nate is the best friend ever uh, yeah wow. for sure you know he's uh, he's a good friend i mean he, yeah, yeah. he got drew a gun on him and
1: he still came over to drink and play softball and just chatted up and I love when they showed the reaction of him telling the family that he's going over there to help them. I mean, that's just, like, good, solid filmmaking. We didn't Mm -hmm. need to see anything else. Like, just them looking like, you know, what the heck? And then, bam, he's right there the next scene. Like, that's just well done. Well edited.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
2: Uh, Okay, I'm out of notes. Do you guys have anything else before I play uh, some (laughs) clips? No, you know, and,
3: and I was worried that we would have something to talk about, but this is a a tight little film. There are some spots where he, I think he could have edited a few things out and made it a little bit tighter, but um, it's it is a well made film by one guy. Pretty, I mean, obviously there's a whole crew around him, but him pushing this thing is. It reminds me of um, Sky Captain, where it's a labor <laughs> of love, right, um, by the director uh that 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 makes it work and and i i appreciate it because of that
1: man when was the last time i heard a sky captain reference (laughs) (laughs) i might have to do an episode on that well (laughs) there you go oh you you do yeah i was like
2: we did um but yeah you definitely a long time ago yeah turn it off Turn in I uh, I'm looking yeah. here. It's funny. You said you know a whole crew. There's probably as many people in the cast as there are. There's more people in the cast than there are on the crew. I would bet. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I
3: mean, though, might I might have I, even thrown some of the crew in there. <laughs>
2: right. I mean, it could you be. Didn't... I mean, you only have three people in your. You have one costumer. You have one casting. Uh, two editors, one cinematographer. So that means one camera guy. Cause there's no other camera department. It's one guy. Oh no, here's the camera department. You had, uh, uh, no one camera op. That was it. <laughs> and, and wow. And, wow. I mean, this yeah. is a low budget film. I mean, I've worked on yeah. movies. I've actually worked on movies that hide a higher budget than this and didn't look nearly as good as this. So sure. I'm just, just going to throw that out there. Uh, and the and not because of me for once. Yeah. Uh I didn't have anything to do with that. Anyway, time for a few clips. I have a few. Uh, not a lot, but a few. Uh just cuz again, there's this this Usually the clips I like to pull are either something interesting or funny or or whatever. There's not a lot of funny, but we'll uh we'll just go with this.
1: You tell me there's nothing better to do in this town than make out with these two slickers in
0: a parking lot outside of the Dillards? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't yes. sure where that was going, and I wonder if that was something that, uh, a part of the film that maybe was changed or rewritten, because the way that that character's introduced, it's almost a hopping man in a sense that you expect something else to develop there. Yeah. That's true. right.
2: Because yeah. um, we see her at the school... Yeah, mm-hmm. but she just looks angry, and then he leaves, and there's no payoff there. Like, yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. I, I thought That's there was true. Uh, there would have been something from that character, so I guess she would be our hopping man in this episode.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. Again, because of my dumb brain, I had to clip this.
0: Dad stays outside. I go inside. It's every sign of a robbery. Front door is open. Furniture's flipped. All these cabinets are open.
2: That's a burglary, not a robbery. I know I know oh, I know again I it's, oh, this geez. is the stuff there was no there was but I, I did here's what I thought the story was gonna happen just because of the way the character had been the whole movie is I honestly thought that he was gonna tell this story. That was gonna ultimately not be interesting or funny and almost come across as embarrassing for the dad because he doesn't understand. Yeah, me too. Um, like, Even the second time watching
1: it, I was like, oh
2: boy, here we go. Like it was gonna be a moment where like the camera then pans out and all the kids are just like, My dad stuck his hand up a clown's ass. Like like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you were ex- you were expecting something really inappropriate. And then it turned out it was it was generally kind of a funny story where the guy right. that that burgled the place was there and he just upturned his pockets and out came all the jewelry like I that was actually kind of a a generally kind of a humorous story. I just yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because how kind of uh I guess awkward he is. I was expecting it to be right. Less less interesting, honestly. Uh <laughs> but it was it was, a, it was a burglary. Okay. Uh I like this line mainly because they get to make fun of LSU.
0: It's more her performance in class. She can be kind of strident with some of the other kids and we just wanted to get you in and talk about it i see so you're gonna to have to tell me what strident means i went to lsu actually they said they had to stop making ice over there because the student with the recipe graduated
1: i like that made me laugh
2: <laughs> all right chuckled <laughs> chortled maybe chirkled chirkled uh but the one part of the movie that truly made me chuckle was this and I, I cut the clip where I cut it because the next line is super sad. And I think it would have kind of, uh, I think it would have ruined the moment of the clip. But uh, here we go. I, I, I really did enjoy this.
0: Right here.
1: Three weeks. Jerry saw it. Isn't that right, Jerry? Yeah, I brought you breakfast. Thank you so much for doing that, Jerry. haven't been a lot back then, but you right now. You're drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm angry. I realize that. No, calm down.
2: Yeah. So, but F you right now. I I love that so much. It is really great. And I cut it off there where he says, You're drunk. He says, I'm not drunk. I'm just angry. I'm going to calm down. No, I'm not going to calm down. Then the next line is, I lost my daughter today. And that's just gut wrenching. Yeah. Because then you're like, Okay, I kind of see why he's completely upset and why he's going nuts. yeah, Yeah.
1: I get it. I, I kinda... Yeah another reason why I like this movie so much is because there's there's a lot of like quotable lines. I mean as we just heard. And when I watch a movie that's really all I want. It's like I don't need CGI robots. I mean well I like those. But if the script stinks, then the whole movie stinks, you know? Mm -hmm. You want to walk
0: away with some nuggets, yeah.
1: Yeah, everybody's got great special effects now, but does anyone have a decent plot and dialogue? No, no, they don't. I'm looking at you, Mortal Kombat remake. You're looking for stuff like this. If you kill my dog, I swear to God,
2: I swear to God, God, I'll get really mad. Yes, I've (laughs) not heard that in forever. It's been so long since
1: I've played that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's the stuff you're looking for.
1: You're looking Absolutely.
2: for stuff like. Uh,
1: you are a very strange-looking individual, if you don't mind me saying so, Private. Yeah, that's what you're looking for—stuff <laughs> like
2: that. Absolutely. That's a two-minute clip. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but it is—it is great. And—and uh, uh, and of course this. Shit. There you go. All right. That's knives out. Time for this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Uh, there's not a lot of trivia on this movie, uh, uh, because there's just not. Made Made back its 200 grand budget, and then some in its first week playing in 67 theaters in France, where it was a sleeper hit. Oh. Ooh, nice. Nicolas Cage is a big fan of this movie. He called Jim Cummings after watching it, and according to Cage, they instantly became friends. Oh, I could see that.
1: Oh, I want to see them in a movie together so bad. Yeah, oh I can. My I can totally see that.
2: I could see Jim saying, "Hey, I'm working on this other movie where I'm a, a, a cop with anger management issues. You want to be
1: my partner? Yeah, I guess." That's oh, why. that'd be so awesome. That's probably more Keanu Reeves <laughs> and Nicholas Cage, but they could both like freak out together at the same time. Oh, it'd be great. Uh,
2: oh yeah, it'd be great. Or I guess Cage is probably old
1: enough where he could be like the
2: angry police chief trope. Uh huh. Yeah, that's true. Him your badge Very true. Your gun. Uh, when filming the scene where he smashes the window of his truck, uh, Jim cut his hand on the glass and was bleeding profusely. Instead of going to the hospital and delaying the film by losing its writer, director, and main actor, he superglued his cut shut and continued on filming. He now has a <laughs> scar on his hand because of this. Now, I broke my rule. I read that trivia before I watched the movie. And there are multiple times throughout the movie before that scene where you can see he has a band-aid on his hand. Oh,
1: and interesting.
2: Like when he's having the, the scene with the, the desk in the in the classroom, when yeah. he's holding the desk, there's a big band aid on his hand. Um and I noticed that I was like, Oh, that's it has to be from that. So
0: anyway. Yeah, I saw the band aid, but I didn't realize what it was for. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: It does. Uh, this. Excuse me while I whip this out. Oh, uh, please don't do that. Uh, this, we're going to do top three independent films. We were all surprised as hell that we have not done this before. Uh, but independent films and. Yeah. So Andrew goes last, uh, Steven, you go first.
1: Okay. Well, I can't not mention, uh, Pulp Fiction because that was basically the movie that, got Some me difference. into um indie film back in the 90s and sort of introduced me to the world of uh independent cinema uh but before that I didn't even realize it was indie uh the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, film is took uh fine oh really <laughs> yeah Oh, sorry um yeah that's uh that was the highest gross I think before pulp fiction it was the highest grossing Indie film of all time, mm-hmm. uh, and filmed.
2: And then, hold on, filmed primarily
1: in North Carolina. North Carolina. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, very cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. So all of
2: all of the farm scenes and most of the interior shots were filmed here in North Carolina.
1: Oh, uh, you should lie and say in my house. Yes, right over there. Right <laughs> over there, Raphael. Blah blah blah. And over there was where Casey and April almost made out. Um, right. But um. No, number three, I'll go with Evil Dead 2 because I love those movies. You've literally
2: taken my entire list. I've got to start uh, over.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm done now.
2: <laughs> Sam. <laughs> All right. Well, I went a different route. I went more of a,
3: um, I don't want to say uh, it's not good movie route, but a, a more um, award route. And, uh, my number three is uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which I enjoy. Another one of those depressing kind of movies, though. Uh, My number two is Beasts of the Southern Wild. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. I know what it is. I've
2: never... Yeah. um...
3: And my number one is Whiplash. Ah,
2: Great movie. Really? I would have lost a lunch bet because I would have swore you would have put Blair Witch Project in your list.
3: I thought about it, but it's (laughs) not a good movie. (laughs) 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 It's, It's... it's interesting in what it did to the industry and, and what it did for movies, but it's just – I it's it's just boring – not boring, but it's just not, not a good movie. No, no, well no. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually never seen – These it. other three – yeah, these other three really, really are, are just well-made movies. And now Blair Witch – one of, part of the reason why I did enjoy Blair Witch is because we watched it in college – and uh being in a fraternity, other all of us then went out to the parkway and were wandering around the parkway <laughs> at night, going into barns and all sorts of stuff, you know, just being stupid. But um that kind of added to the experience with that. Sure. As
1: well.
2: <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Steven literally took all three of my movies.
1: <laughs> Good job. Just pick- <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, and then Evil Dead One, and there you go. You're good. Okay.
2: Well, I did. So <laughs> I actually didn't have Pulp Fiction on mine. I, I don't love uh, that film. I think it's fine. I know you hate me for it, and that's okay. Um, I I don't love it. But I do have. Uh, I so I did Evil Dead One and Two as like two and three, and then TMNT, TMNT Ninja Turtles is my number one. Um, I'm 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 on a list here. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs would probably the Terminator, the the first Terminator, apparently. Yeah, so. I
1: saw that list. Yeah. Um so I'm
2: gonna I'll pitch black the uh the Vin Diesel thing. That's a kind of good one. I'll okay, I'll put that on there. Oh, and Juno. So I'm gonna do Juno and then okay. Evil Dead and the Terminator. And then just for good measure, I'm gonna say the uh, Ghost Town in the Sky, which is the one of the films I worked on.
3: Ghost Town in the Sky.
2: <laughs> if it's ever streaming, I would love to do it for the podcast. Uh, imagine Bone Tomahawk, but way less good. Nice. Oh man, I <laughs> love Bone
1: Tomahawk. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, oh, one of my favorites. Uh, I, I, I was surprised that that state. one wasn't indie.
2: I, for some reason, I thought that was an indie film, but it, I, 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 I thought
1: did. all of uh, Zayler's movies were independently produced, but. Uh... I maybe not, I don't maybe know maybe they just weren't on that list, maybe yeah so. I don't know. What you got, Andrew?
0: Well, I have, with you guys mentioned a lot of the ones I had on my list, but since I am forced to go last now, I have to make my list about twelve movies long <laughs> uh, because inevitably, uh the Sam uh, whiplash, I agree that yeah that has to it's, be. that's it's... actually one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, yeah agree so but i have three different ones from you guys um my big fat greek wedding
3: <laughs> oh i three. forgot
0: about that one uh, yeah nice and then uh a movie with uh, cumberbatch called uh, the imitation game
2: yeah i saw Was that, that on in, that...
0: that considered independent i saw that on the list too and i thought there's no way Holy that's crap. an
2: indie film but yeah i guess it is
0: and then number 1 and i'm Kind of surprised you didn't mention this one, Sean. Swiss Army Man.
2: Oh yeah, I didn't see it on any list. It never. I just. I didn't think about it.
3: But you're right, though. Yeah,
2: yeah. That was a fun one. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. I absolutely. mean,
2: uh, do I have it anywhere handy? Probably not. Uh, let's see. Uh, it gave us such things as I don't have it anywhere handy. Gosh dang it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> It gave us that. Montage. Yep. Yeah. All right. Hey, that's good. That was a good list. That was fun. Uh, now I play this. Oh, this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Uh, speaking of Swiss Army, man, I forgot I had that clip, Quito. <laughs> uh, this is where we give this movie a score from zero to ten. Zero to ten. Uh, Andrew goes first.
0: IMDB puts this at a 7.1 With 15,000 or so People voting Um, I don't know that I'm going to go quite that high But I I did enjoy the film And uh, it's not something I want to watch again I thought it was well done As I said, um, well acted And definitely puts you in your feels So I'm going to give this a 7 All right, Solid 7
2: Oops 7
1: Steven? Hmm. Man, I could go eight and a half, possibly nine. I mean, it's not perfect. And it is a little hard to watch. Uh, you just have to be in the mood for that kind of movie. But I'm always in the mood to laugh. But the you also have to be in the mood for all the harsh truths <laughs> and darkness. So yeah, I mean if he gives it a seven, I have to give it like I'd have to go eight, eight and a half. All right. Eight and a half it is.
3: Sam. Yeah, um, I, I'm kind of right there with Steven. You know, as much as we we have a hard time with a movie, there's a difference between having a hard time with a bad movie and getting through it and having a hard time with a well-made movie that's supposed to make you squirm. And this, I think, you know, good Lord, Mr. Cummings did well with this one. So I, I've got to guess, I'm going to give it an eight
2: out of 10. Okay. well, wow. Um, I did break another rule with this movie. Usually I watch the movie, the, uh, the night before we record, I couldn't do that because last night I was recording an episode of the Beard Owl Podcast. That's B-E-E-B-E-R, two E's, D, apostrophe uh, D, Al Podcast. It's a podcast about weird owl and beer. And I was on that episode, and that episode will air sometime later this month in June. So go check out Beard Owl Podcast on Twitter. Uh, give them some love. Lauren is awesome uh, as, as the host. So I didn't get to watch it last night. I watched it two nights ago, but I broke my rule because I don't usually like to watch something else between then, uh, the movie and recording because I want it to be kind of the last thing in my mind. But uh, my wife brought pizza and we watched the movie tonight. I ended up watching, we watched Onward on Disney.
0: And Mm -hmm. I I loved
2: that movie and it made me cry. uh, The the different kind of cry than... And this movie kind of tried to get me. To. I don't think I get emotional during this movie, though. Well, not to, I didn't cry during this movie, but
0: anyway, I don't mean to derail us. But, uh, speaking of things on, on Netflix that are awesome, uh, there's a I can't read it it's my phone it's uh, there's a an animated movie that Mitchell's, just came out at
2: some The Mitchells versus the Machines,
0: yes, it yes. is amazing. Oh, yeah absolutely it is if you, you haven't have seen it go check watch check it out it. with the girls oh yeah.
2: dude Sam, you were gonna love it if you My watch kids it with loved it. does Kimberly cry during those kind of movies like she movies doesn't cry
3: she's a machine does
2: do you <laughs> do you cry do I oh yeah I'll cry you, i was there's a moment at the end I was weeping yeah it's oh, such wow. a good family movie you'll yeah watch it with your girls okay. um you'll want to hug them at the end oh <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, Andrew's right. Go watch Mid- The Mitchells vs. The Machines. Uh, f- cool. f- f- it's the same studio that brought you uh, Spider-Man... In, uh,
0: or no, yeah, no, you're right.
2: No, yeah, it's yeah, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, you're right. So it has a little bit of like 3D and 2D animation mixed together. It's really clever. Oh, cool. It's really clever. Go watch it. This weekend. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, give this out. movie, though... Um... And I'm again to to be real honest, I when I got done watching this, and I told you guys this was this was kind of a sad movie and and I I didn't know what we were going to talk about tonight, and I didn't really know either one of you how you were going and I think you three actually kind of talked me into liking this movie more than I think that I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if I would have recorded yeah. this episode right after watching it, I'd probably give this movie a 3. Because oh, I was oh, wow. I was kind of angry at the movie for making me yeah kind of hate everyone in their world except Nate yeah because I kind of hate everyone in their in his in his world including Jim Jim kind of sucks but anyway I do think it's a well made movie I do think it's good uh, I do think that the emotions that I feel are intentional on the on the. Uh, on the point of the director slash actor slash writer slash music composer (laughs) slash craft services. Um, (laughs) I'm going to give it a 7.9. Uh, I think it's a good movie. I do. And if you're listening to this, I can't give it a 7.9. I'm going to give it a 7.8. There we go. Uh, it makes, makes the numbers a little bit better. I, if you're watching, if you listen to this show and I do know people that listen, that don't watch the movies, uh, I think this one might be one you need to watch to yeah. one appreciate the episode that we just recorded, and to yeah, I think yeah. I think you need sometimes like I think Sam you said sometimes you need to just eat your broccoli, and this kind of feels like that like we're being force fed the broccoli that we don't want to eat, but it's not the movie we wanted. It's just it's good the for movie you. we needed, yeah, <laughs> because next week we're gonna watch something real dumb, so. <laughs> i don't know what it is yet we have a poll in the field we're going to be watching something it will either be thunder force (sighs) uh, (laughs) i don't have the i don't have twitter in front of me what did i say thunder force uh game over man. game over man the do-over which has zero votes and crap i forgot what the last one was um anyway uh, if you want us to watch one of those movies for our 350th episode next week, we're going to do it live. We're going to do it just like um, Bill O'Reilly. We're going to do it live. Code 8 is our last, is the third, is the fourth film. Code 8 with Stephen Amell and his brother with some sci-fi stuff. But if you want us to uh, watch, when, uh, so we're going to do this. The way this is going to work, we're going to do it live. We're going to have, uh, we're going to do Twitter, not Twitter. We're going to do Netflix. We're going to do the watch-along party. I think it's called Teleparty now. And uh, the goal was to, to kind of stream live so that you guys can hear as we're watching the movie and we can chat back and forth with you guys through, through text and, and have a good old time, have a little, uh, little watch party on the Absolutely. podcast. I think that'll be a lot of fun to do. If I can get OBS to work tonight, it's been a colossal failure, but that's okay.
1: Uh, can I write s- a vote in? Can I write in a movie? What
2: do you want to write in?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'll come up with something.
0: <laughs> well, just
2: I, go to our Twitter. Twitter is at Cheap Seat Cast. It is our pinned tweet. If you feel like you want to write one in, that's fine. Uh, we've got. Just
1: make sure it's something that'll make us laugh. Oh, so not The Miracle Mile? No. (laughs) no. Do you guys know that movie? I don't. I've never heard of it. It's like one of those uh, nuclear, like, you know, they're supposed to, the world is about to end. And, uh, well, there's a bit of a swerve at the end of the (laughs) movie. I don't want to spoil it for you. It's a good movie, though. It it came out in, like, the 80s. Check it out. I'm going to write it in. Okay. (laughs) By by all means. And you can ignore it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Fair enough. Uh, The last thing we have on our business of things to do is I'm going to play this. Really? You're welcome. There you go. Time for the game of the quote, the quote game that we do now. And this quote game is, or this quote this week is, we came, we saw, we kicked it ass. There you go. That's the quote. Yep. I should write the I number know. down. I don't know what the number is. Uh, uh, that was number 20. We've done this 20 times. So, there you go. Good job. There's, there's that. 20. I'm going to put that in there. Perfect. That's it. That's our show. Thank you, for listening. Steven, it was a pleasure to have you back <laughs> on. And I truly, genuinely admit, or truly, genuinely mean this when I say thank you for forcing us to watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you need to eat your
1: vegetables. You really do. Well, it's better than Velocipastor, right? (laughs) I I did have a lot more
2: fun with Velocipastor, but this is a better movie. You're not wrong.
1: Well, thank you for having me on and let me uh, promote yet another podcast that I started. That's not the way to go about having a... Having a you know successful podcast is to start one up every couple of years. You're supposed to do it the way Cheap Seat Reviews do it. Yeah, and that's yeah. uh, how many years? Seven. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I applaud you.
2: <laughs> well, we appreciate it. I mean, we're just too dumb to stop, I think is what it comes down to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and no one has told us to stop yet, so we're just going to keep going until... We haven't received that cease and desist yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that that we have not received yet. Um, yeah.
1: The beauty of podcasting.
2: Hey, what was, what's the, so what's the your Twitter handle one more time for your for your new show?
1: Uh it's um ad obscurity now one. Um but if you want to watch the show, it streams on YouTube and Twitch. And if you're not one of the and you could always watch the video later on YouTube. You're not one of those people that just wants to sit and watch. Oh, there's also like visuals and stuff to go along with it. But there's also an audio version available wherever you get your podcasts. Very cool. I we got to get your uh, your
2: your your Twitter followers up. You're you uh, in the double just the double digits. We got to get you in the hundreds real yep. quick. So oh, we'll I've been watching
1: triples. over here. They've already increased thanks to you. And uh, yeah, thanks so much.
2: Awesome. Oh, good. I'm I'm glad uh, that the 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 the, the Potter and family is uh, it's, it's it's a real thing, and uh, it's it's pretty great to be a part of it. Uh, in fact, tomorrow, speaking of the Pottern family, oh yeah, you're up to twenty one followers. You've literally tripled since we started the episode. That's great. Woo-hoo. That's called the cheap
1: seat bump. That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. The last time we were. Accused of that there was there was a cease and desist no um so next week- so tomorrow night, so the night that this will air this episode, as you hear this, I will be recording my interview on the Twist my Arm podcast, so we had Josh on for episode three of the Star Wars, uh and I guess we didn't piss him off so much that he canceled the interview, so I will be interviewing him just talking about cheap seat reviews and podcasting and and stuff. So, um, that'll be a lot of fun. It's just it's really great that the collaboration we're doing is a lot of fun and, and and getting to have uh cool people on the show like you, Steven and all the other uh fun people. We've got coming up too. We still got some more great guests coming up. Uh it has not stopped after our episode 350. We're going to have Lady Juan back on the show. Oh, wow. Yeah, Lady Wands coming back on. And then we're going to have Jim from the Film Rage podcast. And then a few weeks after that, Lauren from the Beard Owl podcast, where we are going to be reviewing UHF. That's right. UHF. Wow. yeah, (laughs) Love that movie. Yes. All right, that's it. That's the show. Thank you so much for listening. CheapSeatReviews.com. CheapSeatReviews.Libsyn.com is our website. It's the link to there. You can find links to all of our social media accounts. Go follow us there. Please hit that subscribe button and your podcatcher will be filled with hundreds of episodes of our podcast. And because, well, that's what we should do. Um, And again, at CheapSeatCast is our Twitter handle. CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com is our email address where you can request stuff. Please Legitimately, send us requests for stuff. I, I'm, Our list is actually starting to run dry for the summer. Please tell us what to watch, or we're going to watch <laughs> Velocipastor 2 or something.
1: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I may just go ahead and suggest that, if it exists.
2: Yeah, sure. You can do that <laughs> on the, the email or at the Cheap Seat uh, cast, or, or Twitter or Facebook. Any of those ways of communicating, we'll do it. That's it for the show. So on behalf of Stephen... Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.